you know, having low testosterone puts you at risk for um, metabolic disease um, or, or metabolic syndrome, I should say. It puts you at um, risk for um, uh, weight gain. It puts you at risk for developing um, cognitive decline and Alzheimer's disease. Um, we know that it increases the risk of heart attack and stroke. Um, uh, we know that um, it increases the risk of uh, uh, fractures due to osteoporosis. Um, you know, uh, and it increases uh, risk of uh, things like depression and anxiety as well. Um, there's uh, really um, uh, a litany of, of reasons why we would treat uh, someone with low testosterone um, mainly uh, as a way to prevent these, um, um, these diseases or these end organ um, conditions. So, um, you know, what, what clues us in to um, patients having low testosterone uh, really is just uh, the symptoms that, that can come with it. Um, uh, as far as um, the most common symptom that, that I certainly come across is sort of um, uh, just kind of this general malaise and fatigue. You know, it's just kind of this, uh, I don't feel good. I don't feel as you know, strong as I used to be. Uh, they often have a lot of difficulty, you know, describing their symptoms because it's just kind of this general, just, again, malaise, um, this torpor, this just feeling like I just, you know, I'm sleeping more than I used to, but I'm still feeling tired. I'm, um, you know, uh, I'm working out like I always used to, but I'm, I'm feeling like I'm getting weaker despite, you know, uh, and not stronger. I can't recover from my workouts like I used to. Um, you know, other symptoms that are um, commonly described, uh, a loss of libido, you know, you lose the desire to have sex. Um, uh, you often um, uh, will also have an associated problem with erectile dysfunction. Um, so um, uh, fewer incidences of morning wood. Um, uh, also, uh, um, when you are sexually excited, it, uh, you find that um, they often have uh, problems with uh, achieving orgasm, um, or anorgasm, you know, um, you know uh, uh, there's, you know, a, a great number of symptoms that often come with it, um, but it's still, it's, it's sometimes hard to define, which is why we do like to at least have, um, you know, some labs to, to help um, confirm that that's a cause, because there can be a number of other things that can trigger it, or I should say a number of other things that can cause those symptoms. Um, but usually when you have that many uh, of those symptoms together, it's almost always low testosterone, especially with how prevalent low testosterone is. Um, interestingly, um, you know, like when I went to school, they talked a lot about hypothyroidism. Hypothyroidism, hypothyroidism, hypothyroidism. It's common. You'll see it all the time. What's interesting is, you know, hypothyroidism affects both men and women because we both have thyroids, right? But despite the fact that it affects both sexes, um, you know, essentially 100% of the population has the potential to have hypothyroidism, there are still twice as many people, at least in the United States, twice as many people who have hypogonadism, meaning essentially, um, again, there are far more people who are treated for hypogonadism than there are people treated for hypothyroidism, even though it affects men and not men and women so um 
essentially what that, again, is letting us know is that there seems to be some ongoing crisis as far as, you know, lowering testosterone levels um, um, population-wide. Um, again, uh, uh, it could be a number of things in the environment, you know, in, in our diets, whatever. But uh, regardless, um, it's, uh, it's become so prevalent that um, uh, testosterone uh, is now one of the more common uh, prescribed medications um, uh, in, in our nation. So now you make it almost sound like it's more common to, you know, to, to have testosterone issues and to not have testosterone issues. Um, I maybe wouldn't venture. Uh, I, I don't think I'm bold enough to make that statement. But at the same time, um, it, it would be fair to say all men will develop hypogonadism if they live long enough. Um, and it's also safe to say, um, again, at least according to um, uh, studies, that um, you are essentially 300% more likely to have hypogonism than your father ever will. Um, so uh, I think it's, it's fair to say that you know a lot of men in your life that are being treated for hypogonadism that aren't telling you, um, you know, and it's not something guys talk about, but, um, it, in a, in a group of a hundred men, um, of all ages, uh, well, I should say of, you know, um, basically if you, if you were to have a group of a hundred men from age 25 to 65, we know, um, from population studies, that about 30 of those men have hypogonadism. Just a random grouping of 100 men. 